Welcome to the latest episode of Christmas Lights Camera Action. If you're listening in chronological order, if you're not, this might be the f- first episode. My name is Ian, and <laughs> I'm I'm Jewish, and I don't really watch Christmas movies. And I'm Felicia, and I'm his wonderful, talented, fantastic girlfriend, who is not Jewish, and, Felicia. Did I say my name? Uh, you just did. I did now. Welcome. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Oh, boy. I feel like I say this every time, but oh, boy, we've got a doozy for you today. <laughs> I really, I think this is quintessential. We watched Christmas on the Square. The full title is Dolly Parton's Christmas on the oh, Square. Oh, okay. Which was premiered on Netflix November 22nd. Yeah, it's another new one. It is another new one. Uh, Apparently, she's done a few of these. Really? I'm going to have to be honest. I don't know if our listeners know this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm black. Okay. So So Dolly Parton is... Not really on your radar? Not really. I know who she is. I know she's known for her buxom bosom. And everyone loves her. Everyone loves her. And she has Dolly Land. Yeah, some sort of like theme park? amusement park thing. Yeah, never been. But she's also, I mean, she's known for philanthropy and being super nice. She and... gave a whole bunch of money for the COVID research. Yeah. I know that. And she gives just a whole, like she has a whole bunch of money. Whole bunch of money, but and she's... she gives a whole bunch of yeah. money. Yeah, for being very kind of country and, and Southern and stuff. She's also... Very supportive of everything, caring of everyone. I don't know. She, I, I mean, that's the sense that I got from I've never heard Christmas on the Square. Anything bad about Dolly Parton? After this movie, <laughs> I want to go back, watch all of her movies, and support her any way I can. Because after this movie, I was, I was convinced. I don't know. I was converted. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say she doesn't need our support at this point, <laughs> but, um. I'm glad I saw this movie. I probably wouldn't see it again, but it was great in that it accomplished everything it set out to do, no matter how fantastical or extra. Oh, uh, and again, what I do know about Dolly Parton is she is extra. So uh, Christmas on the Square is about an embittered Scrooge of a woman plans to sell her small town regardless of the consequences to the people who live there. Uh, This was also directed by Debbie Allen, which this is one of those things where, oh, cultural people love Dolly Parton. And then when I saw it was directed by Debbie Allen, I got super excited and I had to explain who Debbie Allen was. And you'll have to do it again. (laughs) She is a well-known choreographer, dancer. She became famous on the movie Fame. She's also the sister of Felicia Rashad. Uh, no relation, Felicia. Felicia, <laughs> I'm PHI. She's PHY. Felicia oh, wow. Rashad, okay. of course, is uh, plays Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. So what I'm basically saying is this is quintessential black royalty. Oh wow! Okay. So, nice. Uh, that got me super excited. Yeah. And this was adapted from a play or something? Did that? Um, it is taken from one of Dolly Parton's songs. I believe. Oh, okay. And then turned into this well, fantastical yeah. movie. Yeah, the the wild thing about I I mean I'm typically not a huge musical fan, 
Especially, I don't I'm, some of these songs were a little maybe not <laughs> necessary or a bit overdone, but um, but it was it was like a huge stage play brought to life. It seemed like like what Katz wanted to do. You know, it was like every like all choreographed numbers in this whole. I mean, it was one sound stage, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe two that were a town square pretty much, yeah. right? Um but I mean, they it starts out with like some young adult like break dancing or whatever and then there's <laughs> They're singing about how much they love Christmas in their town. People are doing backflips. And then there's like some old couple like swing dancing or whatever. And then there's like the kid. It's like, like every like they gave everyone like a three second little intro like dance shimmy. And I turned to you. I, I, I didn't know when I picked this movie to watch that it was one a musical at all. I just yeah. was like. Oh, Dolly Parton, it has Christmas in it, unlike our other movie that we watched, which was The Holiday, yeah. which didn't have Christmas, Barely so had. I wanted Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you got Christmas. I, I, got, I, got, I got everything I wanted and everything I didn't know I needed out of this movie. <laughs> That's the best way I can explain yeah. it. And I didn't know, we didn't know it was a musical. It was heavy-handed on the musical part. Very heavy. <laughs> But I I loved it. Like, it was one of those things, like you were saying, I could see this as, like, a high school musical yeah. kind of thing. Like, they could do or a community theater play thing mm-hmm. that they could do during the holiday times. Because it was just full of dancing, full of singing. Yeah. Every cast member has their own little song yeah. in it. Yeah. There's, there's like, the, the church gospel people going around, and then it cuts into the hair salon with the two very flamboyant guys do their very flamboyant choreographed (laughs) dance and it's just like wow they have everything in here very diverse cast very inclusive they had i mean a couple at least one child acting doling out little bits of wisdom and stuff um i i was i can't say enough good things about it yeah and uh it was my only i guess complaint in that whole sort of spectrum thing is that it was very like christian religion church yes like no one i i don't know if i saw a menorah in the thing at all (laughs) they're very inclusive to everything except uh non-christians yeah because it is (laughs) Because it, I mean, it is like Dolly Part. She starts out as a very well dressed homeless person, but it turns out she is an angel. Yeah. So you know, they're kind of they put themselves in a corner there. So like, all right, I'll forgive them. It wasn't the message was like be a good person, not you're gonna burn in hell or whatever. So that's fine. I don't mind. So everyone does their thing about how much they love this town, and then in the this dark SUV is Christine Baranski in her like dark shades and her dark jacket and her scowl. And her Mercedes <laughs> SUV. Was, as soon as the Mercedes pulls up, it's like, ooh, obviously the, the bad, bad person. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, she was amazing in this role She's too. She's amazing in everything. I had only remembered her from that Sybil sitcom in like the 90s. And she's great then. She's great then. And I it's... know her from The Good Wife, which then uh, spun off to her own like series, basically called The Good Fight. She's just amazing. Yeah. 
So she plays this type like yes, so well. So well. So just better than everyone and <laughs> bitter about it for some reason. Um and the best part, she's the landowner of the whole town. Yeah. Uh, basically, I guess her fam her it, dad founded the yeah, town. Yeah, it guess. was very Scrooge. You like you need someone to lord over all of this for the plot to exist. So somehow her dad made a town for Christmas and holiday cheer and stuff. <laughs> and she shows up. She'd been gone. She shows up. She's like, I'm evicting everyone to build a wonderful, gigantic mall here. Where Cheetah Mall. Cheetah Mall in <laughs> Kansas, yeah. they said. Yeah, they're in the middle so, of America. Turns out to be Kansas. So they, they call her the Wicked Witch of the Middle because <laughs> they're in Middle America, which, which is... Was my favorite song. It was a silly song. <laughs> it was a violent song. <laughs> we'll get to that. Dang. Um. So yeah. Also, uh, horrible investing choices. Yeah. Really. I mean, if this was in the eighties, <laughs> like sure, that's good. But investing in the hugest mall on this side of the Mississippi or whatever they mm -hmm. said, I was like, that's not really a great. Uh, yeah. investment yeah, that's, move, Cheetah Mall. Yeah, she keeps calling it progress, and that's not really progress. <laughs> so, yeah, so she goes, and oh, the worst part of it is also a little suspension of disbelief. I guess she yeah. makes it that they have to be out by the end of the year, which is like two weeks, and then she gets mad later on in the movie and, and, and gives everyone two days. Yeah, you're going to get kicked out on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Which is like very illegal. Yeah, no, yeah. no matter where you are, that is illegal. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't get kicked out of your apartment without thirty days, days notice, <laughs> let alone a house you have and a shop you have and stuff. But <laughs> but it was you know a lot of this was that heavy like cartoonishly good versus evil sort of setup and. They leaned into it enough that it's like, all right, we can go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, the little backstory with Christine's character named Regina. They start posting up signs saying resist Regina all over the place. Um, there is another cast. Uh, there's a whole cast of the town cast played by phenomenal people. So the hairdresser was also a former mayor, and she said she made it a point to say she was the first woman to own a business on the square. Yeah. Played by the wonderful and talented Jennifer Lewis, who again is like in the black sphere of like just women we love and worship and, and adore. She has this great number <laughs> with uh, Baranski where she's doing her hair and mm -hmm. like, complaining and trying to get her to come to her senses and it's just like oh my gosh she's butchering this woman's <laughs> hair but the, maybe maybe christine baranski shouldn't have her like best friend who's upset at her yeah also be cutting her hair that that seems a little too trusting but it, it was a very fun scene because she just has like her salty quips back at all of this logical singing advice or whatever it's <laughs> Wild, uh, and then there's also uh, the pastor played by Josh Segura uh, and his wife, and then there's Treat Williams, who is uh, Christine's love interest and former beau. Yeah, um, that they set up pretty quickly. And another trope that we find in these movies is the little shop that just 
frankly wouldn't exist because <laughs> yeah. it makes no money just, anywhere yeah, ever. Right? Yeah, it's just a bunch of random old stuff because you want to have some symbolism about memories and what things mean in tradition or, or whatever. They did explain it, which was quite nice because it used to be the general store and then it turned into like a secondhand shop and he considered himself the keeper of memories. Yeah. But then, of course, I turn to turn to Ian and I go, but the people who are buying that stuff don't They don't know have those memories. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like it's kind of a new thing. I don't know. But it was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> As everything in this movie. So, yeah. Yeah, she, so the the church is like in the middle of town. Of and course. Everyone loves this pastor because he is fine. Capital <laughs> F. And I only said his name and I, I knew I knew him someplace. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on this, but I always thought he was a little bit of a sinister pastor. But maybe that's because he just played the bad guy in Arrow so well. Yeah. That I, like, I was just like, is he going to turn horrible as well? <laughs> yeah, well, he... <laughs> I remember like from he, that one season. He has, he has the beard, and he, I guess he's, he's half Puerto Rican. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know, just... That, that comes up later on. Yeah, that, uh, that, <laughs> how did that work out? But yeah, it just kind of, he has a face that could be like very dark and sinister. <laughs> He wasn't in this. He was just smiley and charming. Um, I don't want to say he was <laughs> totally out of le- out of the league of his wife. But they did. I turned and I was like, that is one lucky wife. Yes. Um, yeah. And then also what's been like a recurring theme for us is me just telling you, I will leave you for anyone. <laughs> I mean, it, it started off with like, <clears throat> I'm going to leave you for James Marsden. Yeah, which, which I can't argue with that. And then now I told him I would leave you for Josh Shagera, who, like, yeah. who had a season arc on Arrow yeah. and uh, like, Dolly Parton's okay, Christmas an, That's an upgrade for sure, but I don't know if that's... Like, maybe worth throwing everything away and a shot at, you know? But to be fair, he does kind of look like you with the beard. Okay, you know what? That's a compliment. I'm going to take it. If it's between him, Jason Priestley, and Mario Lopez, MFK, (laughs) but the PG version. uh, I have the, oh, oh, you want me to hug, Hug, marry, slap. Jeez, I have to think about this. You can pick either the actors or the characters they played. Oh, this is such a yeah, good one. That's actually uh, really complicated. We can come back to it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're gonna have to edit this down so I don't <laughs> think. But I do wanna I wanna answer this. I I'm really gonna say this guy, Josh, because he is a little bit young. He is my age. That's true. That's um, true. Jason Priestley is a little bit older. And Mario I, Lopez. I mean, okay, are they so, both like 50? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll marry this guy. Okay. I'll, I'll kiss Jason Priestley and I'll only switch it because he was like the godfather of the hot actor type. I, I feel like I should give my due to Jason Priestley. Okay. And I would slap Mario Lopez. Well, Mario Lopez because he's just so good looking. Oh, all right. I guess he... <laughs> You can't resist a love slap. 
<laughs> you know, I feel like, and can I slap his bottle? Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with this <laughs> Scrooge character, she has an assistant going around with her, Felicity. We know is a good guy because her name is Felicity. <laughs> and it turns out she is, um, by the way, that's Janine Mason, who there's a couple actors from Florida, at least born born in Florida yeah. in this movie, and she's one of them. I think she is she half Cuban or yeah, I from think so. Miami. She's, she's the star of the new Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, there you go. So, so she is something of the Latin descent. Yeah, and she it starts out like when <laughs> when when Brian, when Christine what's what's the character's name? Oh, uh, Regina. When Regina is handing out eviction notices and interrupting the dance and song going on in these stores. Like at one point, everyone's kind of doing this shoulder bop around her and then Felicity is also doing it. They're like, <laughs> why is she dancing? <laughs> and it turns out she's an angel in training. So Dolly Parton keeps telling Regina like, I just want some change. <laughs> where It's not the coins of change, even though I look like a homeless person. It's a change of heart. And she's trying to... So then Felicity is helping Regina go through that change. Yeah. So. It's a little bit of Scrooge, obviously, mm -hmm. and a little bit of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. So two quintessential A Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup of Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We should take that, copyright it. Yeah, and then sell it, it to Dolly for like 20 grand. <laughs> Um, and I also, what I really liked about this movie was it was light, it was fun, but it also did not, inclusive as well, I loved, um, it did not shy away from the darkness. Oh my goodness. It, it went dark that and real, was real hard. Real hard, real fast. And we'll talk about that right after this commercial break. I wonder what Ian's gonna get me this holiday season. He knows I love supporting small businesses and unique gifts that no one else has. Let me check what's on Etsy.com. Vector dice? Look at this. It's unique jewelry and it's game playing dice. This is perfect. This is something we can both love and enjoy. And there's a coupon code for podcasts. Excellent. I'm going to leave the screen open so he sees. Hope he knows. Can't wait for my new Vector Dice jewelry to arrive. All right. <laughs> what? When did that even... That happened like when Regina started to come around or see something? What was the... Like, it came out of nowhere, but it came right after another scene that was like, oh, something's starting to happen. Yeah, it was, I don't know which dark. So there's a couple of dark things that happen. One is the first, let's talk about, so the town is really super upset, and um, Regina has, like, a secret agent on the inside. I guess he's, like, the cop or something that says, everyone's going to meet at, you know, at the church and talk about you later on tonight. Mm -hmm. She gets, like, really upset about this. Again, like, what would you expect people to do? Yeah, you're <laughs> kicking them out of their home. <laughs> so they all meet at the church, and they sing um, the Wicked Witch of the Middle. Yeah. Which starts off with the the pastor going, you know, there are no bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. And so what should we do about this? <laughs> and everyone 
basically wants to murder her yeah. and drown her, <laughs> set her on fire, burn her car, like kick her in the teeth. It is like not even just like, oh, these are funny, like bad things. They were dark yeah. and horrible yeah. things. When when the first couple came out, you're like, oh, okay, that's a little extreme. And then they try he's like, let's rein it back, and it keeps going, and then it keeps going, and they're getting more into it. Suddenly they're jumping around and dancing while they're doing it. It's like, oh no. He's like, okay, there are some bad ideas. Yeah, which was a funny way to end it. Then she shows up. Yeah, she shows up, and then she's like, well, now you have only two days left. Yeah. And then she goes, and while they're all still discussing, she goes to uh, the bar, and this little girl oh, yeah, is yeah. there at the bar. And uh, one of the best lines <laughs> in it later on is like, oh, all children should be raised in a bar because she is like this w- wonderful, smart, yeah. like angelic, like really wise little girl. Yeah. Reg- uh, Re- Regina says, what, are you old enough to be serving me? <laughs> she says, I'm an old soul. Yeah. <laughs> She's like... 11 years old it's really funny (laughs) and then she tells um the story that everyone hates she doesn't know who she is and she explains why everyone hates this regina person and she goes oh well my dad thinks she's the reason why my mom died Mm -hmm. and tells the story of how she raised rents so the local town pharmacy is that no longer there so when she was a baby she got sick her mom had to drive 20 miles away to the the closest pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And on her way back, of course, I'm thinking, oh, a drunk driver hit her. There was a car accident. No, she gets like swept. There's a storm and she gets swept away. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, what is going on? And I think this was probably my first tear works I had. Oh. I, I don't know if you, I didn't want to look at you yeah. and tell you, but I cried multiple times in this movie. Okay, I <laughs> I think I only caught on during the scene later. Uh, multiple tears. Wow, okay. <laughs> so that got me as yeah. this like, bright little girl is telling the story. Yeah, of and then how of course, her mother died. And of course the dad comes in and says like, what are you doing here? And then the little girl realizes who she's been talking to this whole time. So that yeah. was the start of oh, the little change. Oh, and <laughs> so the girl starts to say like, I feel, um, you know, like, was it my fault? Because I got mm-hmm. sick. And Regina's like, no, it's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. <laughs> and then the guy comes in. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And as Regina's leaving, she turns around and just looks at <laughs> the girl and says, no. <laughs> if I was the dad, that would be a little awkward. Yeah, um, that'd be like, what were you talking about? Where she's just pointing at you and no! saying, no, like you're a scolded dog. It's like, no, don't blame yourself for it. But again, it just... Heavy. Heavy and extreme. Uh, but yeah, she starts considering like, oh, maybe I'm the bad guy in this story. Yeah. And then the next heavy scene, she starts to turn around, then she falls back in her old ways. Then Regina tells the story of why her and Treat Williams, who's like the town Carl, didn't work out. The town old person. Yeah, the other old person in the town. There's only two. <laughs> The reason why they didn't work out when they were kids in high school is because she got pregnant by him 
and the dad gave up the baby for adoption and that's why regina left the town yeah was it did they say was it by him or was it by the other person i'm not sure they said i don't know what was implied there I was think, i mean that's a good point because she probably should have told carl that we if, have a baby yeah so it may it have may it might have been another person been that weird other she's been getting around town i mean at least two people it seems like but good for her but those were different times they, was, they were that's actually <laughs> all of the conflict in this movie comes from that being different times yeah so because it's a small town and she's pregnant her dad was like hey you should kind of maybe get out of here yeah. so you people don't always talk about you see you as the teenage pregnancy girl <laughs> so she does so it, it this whole time it's like oh her chip on her shoulder against her dad is why she wants to sell so, this down yeah, yeah and it's like oh that was an interesting motivation and you're bringing all these poor innocent people into it yeah which was just again heavy and again you mentioned like they talk about, oh, this is very much a movie for the people in middle of America, for, you know, Christian fundamentalists. Like, this is a movie for them. And I really appreciated them bringing in hard topics like this. Because yeah, it's like, true. hey, like, these things happen. Don't shun these people away yeah. kind of thing, um, which I really liked and mm -hmm, appreciated. Mm -hmm. And then the next horrible thing that happens. Oh, we didn't even talk about... The dark humor about um, this whole whole movie, her doctor's trying to contact oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, her doctor is in town, even though she's never been in town. Oh, yeah, that's another good point. But she apparently, in her, during her last checkup, she had a brain scan done, and they saw a little shadow. So whenever Dolly shows up doing her angel stuff, she very, I mean, second scene, she's like, hey, I'm an angel. Uh, so <laughs> this whole time, Regina's like, Great, my brain tumor is making me hallucinate. Yeah. And it's kind of a recurring joke that's a little dark. <laughs> but we all know it's that she's actually an angel, so it's not as bad as you'd think. <laughs> this um, is what you get. You're a horrible person. You have brain cancer. Now you're going crazy. It's yeah. what she thinks. Yeah, pretty much. But that doesn't change her. That just settles her more into like, this is why I'm selling this town. Yeah. And then the next bad thing happens is the little girl she met at the bar gets, uh, oh, again, this is all Regina's fault because the daughter wanted to the, go to the gravestone of her mother because they have to leave the next day. Oh, leave yeah. The town. And they, she gets in a car accident. Yeah. On so the way her, coming from the Yeah, her, her dad's got a gash in his arm and his shirt's all torn and she she's got like a bleeding from the head and a yeah. bandage and they're loading her into a ambulance stretcher and it's like wow this is super dark super dark and it only gets darker it only gets darker it only gets dark and this is i will this is when regina gets a change of heart she does tell her assistant like Let's get the best. Find the best. Very specific Pediatric doctor. brain specialist <laughs> neurosurgeon in Kansas. It just seems like a, a very oddly specific. That did not need to be. They yeah. could have just said, get me the best doctor in town. To yeah. Her. Yeah. But they mentioned. The yeah. Where's doctor. the brain specialist? It doesn't need to be specifically <laughs> brains for children. But, you know, it was to show her change of heart. And then 
oh, the darkest part of this movie is her father, which he's, I mean, he's had to have been in other things, I right? thought, I thought he was, he's definitely the best singer yeah. in the whole thing. And it turns out he was on um, the British UK, one of the, like, The Voice or something, one of the reality shows. Oh, wow. And it turned, like, I think he's now just starting to get, like, work from mm-hmm. that. Cause, yeah, because he, I mean, he has a solo song mm-hmm. to his comatose daughter that basically goes, hey, if you want to see mom, that's fine. I'll let you go. I hope you go to heaven. <laughs> You're going to die. And it's like... <laughs> He really was giving up on her fast. And Matthew but Johnson is his Matthew name. Johnson. But yeah. it was like so emotional. And, He's and, like. And that's when. Um, he is acting and singing his heart out in that. It was. Waterworks like, too. Oh, yeah. No, no <laughs> doubt. That was, that was the one they definitely wanted in there. Yeah. So now the town is all very upset. They have to leave the next day. Mm-hmm. Now, like, this very cute, lovable little girl is in the hospital. Yeah. Everyone's coming they're, together. They're doing to a vigil, yeah. walking around outside. And then, so, uh, Felicity, mm-hmm. who is driving Regina, and Regina's like, hey, we should stop. Let's stop by the general store. Yeah. And Dolly's, like, in the cup holder, mini Dolly Angel in the car cup holder. <laughs> Is like she's he's not uh Regina's not ready to do the next step yet. We can't rush this and Felicity's like, We're gonna rush it, YOLO. <laughs> she goes rogue. Yeah, which turned out to be the right move actually. Yeah, so, so she did the right thing. She goes and sees her former beau because she wants to get this lamp post that her dad Her dad designed the lanterns that were hanging yeah. around town somehow, okay. And she takes it home, and then inside, she, like, finds a secret compartment, finds the Bible that yeah. her dad writes in sometimes. That was a little confusing. But turns out the dad was super sad to have his grandson adopted. So he keeps the adoption in town, and the name of the person is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out it's... The preacher. Oh my goodness! What a surprise! <laughs> I mean, there's only uh, the that's the only person of age that yeah. uh, could have been pretty much <laughs> who so... has never mentioned his parents or his <laughs> past or his family or any of that. <laughs> so then she gets the change of heart. She goes to the church where they're having the vigil and Christmas Eve service, and uh, she says she's like oh she tells the story of why she hates the town because the adoption and says this is my son and and then at the end way to bury the lead (laughs) she says and i'm canceling them all sale you're all unevicted and i don't know i i don't know how much money those mall lawyers are gonna throw at her for canceling her contract like (laughs) Three weeks before. Demolition. Yeah, but uh, no one cares about that. And then in the flashback scene of her and her dad, uh, Regina's dad, the dad said, what is it? Low rents, but high spirits yeah. is the tagline. And so she says that again yeah. at the very end that she wants to keep it low rents and high spirits. And everyone is very excited. Very happy about um, that. That's a horrible business it's decision. not happy. Ha- Oh, economy work. 
but in Christmas <laughs> movies it is. Oh, and then uh, the daughter wakes up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Violet yeah. wakes up because uh, one, the, the specialist is like, hey, I did my work. I flew in from so-and-so. And they're like, that's 100 miles away. And she's like, well, you must have a guardian angel. Wink. Um, which, again, that doesn't explain a doctor just teleported and she's totally fine about it. And your daughter's on the brink of death. But look at that. But now she, she's, she's awake. She's awake and okay to Yay. join the festivities. So, I mean, Angel's taking a lot of liberties with their human intervention here. But, oh, and then uh, are we at the end of the movie? Yeah. Now? So the last scene, uh, Felicity has her wings. Oh, And yeah. somehow an even gaudier outfit than oh, yeah. Angel. It's not as many shiny rhinestones, but it's got those huge poofy white she shoulders. She's the modern Angel. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like Dolly is all glitched out and glam. That was a little weird when like the... The part when um, Regina thinks she's hallucinating and Dolly is like floating on a cloud. On a cloud, yeah. That made no sense. That was like maybe they had like an extra like VFX like <laughs> yeah. budget or something. They're like, we need something to do. Let's put Dolly Parton on a cloud floating around like she's the genie. It was a little weird. Yeah. I don't know if she was maybe just like not present for a lot of the oh, yeah, shooting. That, they just had to, yeah. had to comp her in later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, oh, and, uh, Regina's brain scan. Oh, it must've been a faulty machine. Your brain is fine. So everything's good. Maybe the angel fixed it. We don't know. Well, Christmas miracles. Christmas miracles. And then the two angels now look, break the fourth wall, look directly into the camera and basically say the message of like, shine your light or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and one of my favorite lines that I'm going to try to remember forever is about grief. Grief is love that has no place to go. Um, and I love that line. I thought that was really cool and yeah. sweet. Who and said, that, where'd that come, who said that? Um, I don't, I think it's Regina that says that. Mm -hmm. I think it's Regina that says it. She says it a couple of times that that I think her dad said it in a flashback, maybe. And, yeah, that makes sense. And then she says it again. It's like, grief is love that has no place to go. And I was just like, oh, that's so touching and so yeah. sweet. And then, fun fact. Fun fact. Dolly Parton saved one of the children on the set who almost got hit by a car. Wow. So she's a real-life angel. Oh, Yet again, yeah. if, you, if you didn't already love Dolly Parton, she, like, saved one of the extra little girls from... She grabbed her from getting hit from wow. the car. So. Yeah. Dolly. She's Dolly. amazing. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, watch this film. It's, you can have it on in the background. Yeah. But, you absolutely like, can. appreciate how it's like a stage production made movie. All the choreography, all the singing, like because it's in a town square there's always extras in the background doing, doing stuff having yeah. conversations and it's like wow they really like tried to make this look as vibrant as possible and if you're like a musical theater nerd oh, yeah. or whatever you're gonna totally geek out on that yeah definitely it was uh most of these you know, these hallmark lifetime movies they're shot in like two three weeks this one, right? It was two weeks of rehearsal and six weeks of production. Yeah. So, you know, it's a serious piece. Yeah. 
And it was also, what, about an hour 45 or yeah. so? So a little over the 90 minutes. So yeah, but, uh, I enjoyed it beginning, middle, and end. Uh, like I said, I'm just I'm filled with joy and Christmas love and happiness. Yeah, right now. I, you know, I could I could do with it. You can skip the slow songs. Is my feeling. <laughs> like when there's dancing and stuff, it's great. There's a few just ballads that's like, all right, keep it moving. But that's my own <laughs> personal bias, and I I accept that. So we'll see. But the good thing is this one was heavily Christianed. But Yep. Next week. Next week is next gonna week, be... next day, whenever we don't have a schedule. But coming soon <laughs> is a Lifetime's Jewish movie. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. You can teach me a few things. I'm not sure I can, but we'll see. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We always appreciate you. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, tell us you like us. Yeah. Tell us you really, really, really like Aww. us. Uh, make sure to rate and review our podcast. Ooh. And then email us at feliciaandianpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. I wonder what Ian's going to get me for Christmas. I love supporting small businesses and unique gifts that no one else has. Oh my goodness. Look at this on Etsy. Vector dice. It's dice and it's functional, stylish jewelry. I love it. Ooh, and there's a coupon code. I know Ian loves saving. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>